I've never regretted going for a run, you know, despite the mental barriers that it takes to sometimes get out the door, especially in the weather that we have. Yeah. You'll tell yourself, like, you'll give yourself a list of 20 reasons to not run. And then if you can just get out there, you'll feel better. Even if you give up after 10 minutes, like I've never regretted going for a run or a ski, you know. Welcome to the Happy Feet Podcast. I'm Dave McMillan. And I'm Cameron Twat. And this week's guest is Nicola Langell. Welcome. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for having me. It's awesome to be here. Oh, we're excited to have you. We're always surprised when people agree to do this, but it's nice having you. Uh, the first question we always ask everyone, when was your last run? Or tell us about your last run. My last run was about an hour ago, actually. Nice. Um, there is a great gym class at the local gym here. And this guy, Kevin Tam, puts it on, and then he made us run and do intervals, which I never do. So we had to do some interval stuff on the treadmill, and it was actually an awesome challenge. Oh, yeah. cool. What, what is that class? It's called Afterburn. Um, okay. I tend to neglect, like, all other areas other than cardio, and so I'm trying to, like, do some things that make you stronger and, like, diversify a little bit, because I'm told that that's good for you, <laughs> people say. Um, yeah, and then at the end of it, he just added this, like, kind of sprint workout, which was great, because normally I will just go and kind of go, which I don't know if that's your guy's style, too, but <laughs> that's uh, my pitfall, I would say. That's a, that's an interesting thing when I was training for my event. Uh, the one thing I neglected was the strength training and I did a little bit of it, but it, it takes so much time just to do the cardio. And I did do the intervals, which were super helpful to build cardio. And, but it's the strength training that strengthens your back. So you don't have a sore back or strengthens your legs. So it's really important. People always neglect it, including me. Yeah. It makes sense. I remember hearing on a podcast once that like, also, if you want to run faster, you have to run faster. And I was like, oh, that's very simple, but yeah. makes sense. <laughs> like you should probably do things like intervals and then also add in like the strength training and the flexibility. So it's kind of a whole package, but yeah. some days are just so, I just jones to go for a run and all I want to do is run and forget <laughs> the rest of it. Or it's harder to make time for the rest of it, I find. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's good to keep balanced on that. So what sort of intervals were, were you doing on the treadmill or like what? It was like on an incline and do kind of like 90 seconds or a minute of fast. So okay. whatever that is for you. And then back down to base level and then up to fast and then back down to base and all out at the very end. So it was just a really nice way to like finish things off and push yourself a little bit. Nice. Yeah. And a little bit more interesting than just watching HGTV, which is what I tend to do <laughs> at the racket club for like hours at a time. I can honestly feel my brain melting when I'm on the treadmill. So, yeah. so you're, you're not a fan. Uh, oh, just, I love it. I mean, I'm ha I'm oh of HGTV or the treadmill. The treadmill in general. <laughs> no, I I really don't. I really don't like the treadmill running. I can do it. I'll do it if I have to. And for me, the threshold temperature-wise in Yellowknife tends to be like below minus thirty. I get to be a bit of a wuss, so I'll go to the gym. I don't know where you guys are at on that, but uh, you're probably tougher than me. I feel like over time, people's threshold my, goes my down. My cutoff is like minus twenty. So yeah. okay, yeah. all right. I have not done a lot of winter running since I did a season of it where I did thirty-eight kilometers and minus thirty-five. Oh my gosh! But that was uh, not a good plan. <laughs> once you did that one once. time. I did. <laughs> yeah. no, it can be tough though, like to get out there in the winter, especially when it's cold. It's good to have like those other methods you can go and still keep your training for sure i find it's easier to injure yourself on the treadmill though first like physically and then also mentally as i alluded to like you get 
really bored, but also physically yeah. I feel, I don't know if this is true or not. I am not like a physio person or a science person at all, but I feel like your foot hits in the same place every time on a treadmill. And I feel, I just get worse, like muscle tightness on a treadmill. Okay. Interesting. Than outside. That's my uninformed theory. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. So there's, there's also that aspect too, where you start getting further and further away from the TV and you're not paying attention <laughs> to where your feet are. And then you realize you're your toe touches the roller on the back. Yeah, That's that scary. can happen. <laughs> Especially like at the rack club when it's on an angle too. Sometimes oh, you end yeah. up like shifting to the side. Like if your TV is at oh, an okay, angle in front of you, you kind of shift to the side and yeah. you know, once in a while hit the hit the plastic there. But they, yeah. they always have the automatic shut off uh, or the safety feature where it clipped yourself. No yeah. one uses those. I've no. never seen one person yeah. use that, frankly. And it probably would only work for when you fall off and you become, it's a sandpaper on your face. True. <laughs> I don't use it either. But you've already taken the impact of the fall. Yeah. Like it's just that extra burn yeah. that they're avoiding. If, if you're just going on a regular treadmill run, like what would what would that look like? How how long can you stand? <laughs> Probably an hour, hour and ten minutes is my max. That's pretty long on treadmill. Yeah, I t I try to like walk at the beginning, warm up a little bit, and then I try to up the speed every ten minutes okay. to go up to like the max or the where I want to be, and mm -hmm. then I try to hold that for ten or twenty minutes. Um, I find that that at least like breaks it up a little bit, makes you go a bit faster over time. And as you warm up, like you can take a little more heat, I find. So yeah, counting down from 10 minutes is like again, another mental trick to survive the treadmill for me, other than the baking shows and home <laughs> repair shows. So that I find breaks it up. And, cool. Yeah. The other, what I find when I'm on the treadmill is, uh, I, I'm watching like Netflix or something like that. And sometimes I accidentally watch a totally inappropriate thing at the gym. <laughs> That. Oh really? <laughs> and I didn't mean to do it. It just happens like, oh shoot, this was not a good thing to turn on at the gym. But you can't quite turn it off fast enough. HDTV is probably the best choice to to do. It's very PG thirteen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, how much do you run in the winter? Or like, what, what's what's your typical week look like? I would probably run four. Try to run four or five times a week. I would say probably in an average week um and then whether that's like outdoors or indoors just depends on the weather um so yeah probably try to do like a couple longer runs like in the 10k range i've kind of been lazy lately in like upping distance i'm not i i need a goal right now whether that's like the 24-hour race that's coming up or maybe like the marathon at the end of the summer okay. i need something to train for so because right now i'm kind of stagnating and just right. doing like a 10k loop quite often yeah. um so you're still looking for that something to set your sights on yeah exactly uh i think i did the 24-hour race last year and it was awesome i'd really like to be able to do it again but i'm not sure i can just due to a scheduling thing this year i've got a friend's wedding to go to but i think that would be a super great motivator um i've got a roommate who just moved to town from quebec and he's like super amped to do that as well so he oh, yeah. like took out a training plan like he's like going all in on it which makes uh, me kind of want to i think i know who it might be just, yeah I, I, i'm not sure but <laughs> It's uh, well, Lori LePanin did the did oh, yeah. the the one last year. It's his like really good friend. Okay. So yeah. I think they're both gonna probably train and try to try yeah. to do better. Lori came second place last year. So, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Sixty kilometers of that in Crocs, from yeah. what I remember. <laughs> he ran the last two laps like actually ran. <laughs> amazing. Most people couldn't stand, could barely yeah. stand. Oh, well, I barely. I think anyone stand. after twenty four hours of just staying awake, like oh yeah, just being awake and moving is. Uh, that's a real achievement. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. But he was, was it there giving her? 
as amazing. I, I bailed after like 10 hours during the 24 hour race it's, last it's year. So funny to hear bailed after 10 hours and you were giving her the whole time too. Maybe too much is okay. part, of the, part of the issue, probably running too much as opposed to walking. I got bored walking, like yeah. just walking in circles around that track. I, I thought I was going to lose my mind. I didn't have HGTV, you know, yeah, so yeah. I needed something to like focus me or whatever. And eventually I was like, you know what? You got a job to get up for Monday morning. Like, why are you doing this? And the mental game became really difficult. Yeah. Let's jump into that. Like, how was, was it something you did on a whim or was it like, I'm, I'm going to do this? I think I just saw it. And honestly, in a town like Yellowknife, I feel like anytime there's something different that's happening, I want to be a part of it. And especially with like the running community or sports community, um, it just looked cool and enticing and bizarre kind of like, I didn't even know that that was a type of race that you could do that people yeah. would do that people did, would be crazy enough to do. Did, were you tra training specifically for it or not really? Like I kind of just, just was a walk on and I mean, if I do actually train this year, I would do things, some things differently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was just kind of a, what is this opportunity? And I think I thought more about the snacks than I did about like the running slash walking <laughs> piece of it and the strategy piece of it. But well, that, yeah. that really is an important part of that because you have to like continuously fuel yourself the entire day. For sure. And um, I actually really liked that it was on a track, like mentally, again, that was kind of tough, but at least you could access your food every lap your water yeah. every lap like you didn't have to worry about i don't know finding a way home or whatever like i actually really liked the, the track setup as yeah. punishing as it was <laughs> and as sisyphean as it was like i thought it was really good so yeah so we'll see like maybe i'll up my game and try to actually train for that this year the 24-hour race um or the marathon or yeah i have never run a full marathon so it's kind of my um oh, no. white whale i guess like yeah how far did you go in the ultra I honestly, somewhere in the ballpark of maybe 60 or 70K, I can't remember. You ran a full marathon. Slash walked, <laughs> it's true, it's yeah. true, it's true. But it was so broken up that, yeah, I just want to run that that one, yeah. like, continuous marathon and have done it. Like, I've done halves in the past, but not yeah. not the full, so. Yeah, that's the difference here is that, that, that a marathon is something that's a focused, I'm going to go this whole time, I'll grab some food and keep running. And a 24-hour race, you can't do that. Well, you can, but it's, that's not what normal people are doing. Yeah, so. and I, it was so interesting just the, like, if you break it down, you can walk six kilometers an hour probably. Let's say, like, a fast yeah. walk is, like, 10 kilometers, sorry, 10 minutes a kilometer-ish. Yeah. yeah. So six times 24 is, like, I'm really bad at math, but that's, like, ballpark 150, like, 140, 150. Yeah. But nobody could do that. You know what I mean? Like you just can't. It, mentally, it's so different from how it is physically that race. Yeah. And I thought that was what was really interesting about it. Um, so again, I don't even know how I would train for it, other than like go for really long walks, go for really long runs, get better shoes, like better gear. I think might help. Like yeah. I had the same problem as my friend with just your shoes start killing you. Your feet just hurt. the blisters. Yeah, like yeah. and they felt it was a really hot day when we did the 24 hour race last year. So your feet yeah, was kind of like swollen and summer. Pardon me. I think it was the hottest day of the whole summer. I know, and it was in June, right? That's yeah. not supposed to happen. So We were talking about it today that it was it was 38 degrees that day. No and it's way. Minus 38 degrees today with wind chill and all that. Oh so my god. It's hard to imagine that it's that much on a different spectrum. Yeah. So Totally. It, it's the thing was, it was as hot as the first marathon I did in Hawaii, in Maui, here in Yellowknife. 
and that was crazy. And I really hope it's not that hot this year. But on another note, the lack of clouds made for the overnight thing to be a really special, amazing experience, which a lot of people didn't see because most people didn't do 24 hours. But I know there a bunch of us did see it. It was super neat. Yeah, I was already asleep at home <laughs> by, the, by that time. But how did how did you feel the next day after doing 60 plus kilometers? Okay, physically I felt okay. Like I after I bailed, I went, I got sushi with some friends. I took a great shower, and then I came back to the track actually just to walk a couple more laps with my friend and like yeah. just see if I had anything left in the tank, kind of. And I was like, no, you don't. So I'm out. I slept great, <laughs> and then I was gonna get up the next morning and go at the tail end of it just to see the end. I woke up at whatever six thirty, and I was like, no, like I'm staying in bed. Obviously, <laughs> like good luck, you guys. So physically, I think I could have probably pushed myself harder because I felt unusually good. Mentally, I feel like I shouldn't have quit. And I had, I was texting a bunch of friends before I quit. I'm like, gosh, like, do I just throw in the towel now? Like, is this it? Like, should I push myself? Like, is this worth it? And they were like, no, like, don't quit. Like, you got to do it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, with that track and with like some glitches on my on my watch, I like it wasn't counting kilometers for a few oh. kilometers that really got to me mentally so yeah i didn't I feel predict. great mentally i felt like a quitter to be honest and there's, uh no, yeah there's there's nothing no shame in like doing 60 uh, kilometers but i understand where you're coming from because a lot of people there say oh i want to do a marathon in that time and they, they but they can't do it in the six hours so they have to sign up to the 12 hours and then then they get their marathon and they're like but i signed up to a 12-hour race and now i'm a quitter because I'm not actually doing a 12 hour race. I just did a marathon, just, just, but, but it's not, that was their goal was the marathon. And it's really hard to keep going and say, oh, I'm going to finish the 12 hour race. Uh, and then at the end of the day, you say, oh, I, I had more gas. I could have done it. It's a tough one because you signed up to a, what a 24 hour race and then you didn't do 24 hours, but you still did something amazing. It's true, but I think you're right. It's a like, mental thing. Totally mental. And it's, yeah. as long as you're not, I don't know, reaching the goal that you make for yourself, I feel like you're going to, you're going to be a bit disappointed, so you know? Yeah. Would you set a target and say like, oh, if I want to so many kilometers more than last year, or would your goal be just to try to make it for the full 24 or? I think last time my goal was around a hundred. I think I told myself I'd be happy if I did a hundred and obviously felt short of that. So I think next time if I can stick it out and get past hundred K I'll feel really good about that. And lessons learned, like do not try to run the entire time. That's impossible. And your body <laughs> breaks uh, and be patient. I think at first, mm -hmm. like I was pretty good at walking and just taking it slow and trying not to get bored. But a couple hours in, I was like, Oh my God, I want to run. Like <laughs> everybody around me is running. I feel the yeah. urge to run. I feel good physically. Like, let me run. And then, you know, even one of the other runners was like, wow, like you're running pretty fast. And I was like, uh oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> like this is bad. And so I knew that was the start of my downfall was when my pace was like kind of matching my training pace for a while. And I realized like you are just digging your own grave here. Yeah, totally. It's not sustainable. Cool. The, the strategy somebody told me and I used was to do a zone one heart rate, which is your forever pace. Mm -hmm. And and the hardest thing about it is to completely ignore what anybody else is doing. It's your race. It's not their, you're not doing their race. Yeah. And, and you know, if, if you, if you're super fast and faster than them, then that's your race is faster and you might win, 
but at the same time, you're only there really to race for yourself. So the zone one is what you're capable of for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. uh, and then hopefully uh, you last. I almost need like take your breaks on you like a horse. To yeah, it's super hard though if people. you're running with say Lori, and he's just ripping it up, and and that's his race. He's doing his race, not yours. Yeah, so I mean it was incredible to watch you. You paced yourself really well, and I didn't see the last you know 14 hours obviously, but it was awesome to watch and um, definitely it's just so interesting to see the different approaches too. like the yeah. guy who won had people coming to pace him for, I think he was doing 10 kilometer increments. I think I, I never really asked anyone, but that's what it looked like to me. Um, and hard. one, sorry, it was hard to see what he was. I couldn't quite figure out what he was doing, but he had a pretty good strategy and he had really some strategy support. for sure. Like, I think it was 10 K and then take like a 20 minute break and then, or something like that. And then do another 10 K like long break, but all the pacers who came out, like one of them was wearing, sandals and yeah. pacing him for 10 kilometers I'm like I, my feet are he didn't dying. pace him for 10 he paced him for a, a marathon are you kidding me in no. sandals yeah yeah that that's I, i'm sure i'm certain that he did a marathon in that race wow pacing <laughs> that's incredible it's yeah. also just really cool that we have such a good running community here and yeah. that's one of the things i really liked about the 24-hour race was everybody from different abilities and levels like everyone you might see on strava or just see running yeah. around like came to this event i feel like i'm sure some people miss out but there was a really good yeah. crew there and yeah. such a positive atmosphere um yeah i had a lot of struggles because my uh my support team they were having a blast and every time <laughs> i would come over to them they'd be like okay now go away <laughs> so you're running a race. We're hanging out. You're crashing the party by being here with your panting and your sweating. Killing our vibes. <laughs> yeah. I had some friends come out for a while, and they uh, they eventually they were just like, "Well, you know, Nick, it's really hot out. Like, we got to go home. Like, we can't handle this." I'm like, "All right, guys, I'm just off to run another like whatever forty kilometers. Sorry, yeah. sorry to interrupt your day. You know, I'm kidding. It was really nice that people came out, but yeah. it was a really hot day. In fairness, yeah." So you said minus 30 is your cutoff? Minus 30 is the cutoff. I start to look pretty ridiculous when I'm running in minus 30. Like my entire face gets covered with snow. Like uh, your eyelashes have, you know, an inch thick of ice on them. It's, it's a challenge. It is a challenge. And the only redeeming portion of it, I would say, is when you come into like a really sunny stretch after being in the shade, you can feel your face start to melt. That's... Like it starts to drip with just like the melting water that was on your face. <laughs> yeah. And that sounds disgusting, but it is a great feeling. Like you're, it's like you're coming out of some frozen weird, like body experience in like a sci-fi movie it... and finally coming alive again, you know? It's so weird how that extra, how that sunlight can make you feel warm, even though it's still like minus 25 minus 27. Yeah. Yeah. And we get a really bright sun up here. It feel it hits different somehow from, hmm. from sunny down South, or maybe it is just the, that illusion because the temperature jumps up when yeah. you're in the sunlight directly. I don't know, but you do you run outside too in the winters. You said down to minus 20 or minus 50. Oh, I, I don't like to run past minus 20, but okay. occasionally I, I will. Okay. Yeah. It's nice to get out, but I, I find it's not so much a run. Like it's, uh, you get slowed down with the snow and you have so many layers on that it's uh you're you're moving you're getting exercise but it's not it's just not the same you feel kind of constrained too i was out running yeah. the other day with tights and then like whatever another layer on top of that you just feel like you're being pulled by the physical stuff that you're wearing mm -hmm. it's such a 
an ordeal and then your hands and that's the, always the struggle for me they get sweaty like how many layers you wear on mm -hmm. them it's just a whole other like thought What's, process what, what do you usually have for your hands liner gloves and then like bigger gloves okay. um and then usually the bigger ones come off at some point but then yeah. sometimes your hands are already sweat so then you're your whole liner glove starts to freeze up and then you got to change it up. Like just constantly playing with gloves. I feel like during the, during outdoor running in the winters here, yeah. but yeah. And shoes venting holes in summer shoes is uh, pretty dangerous for running. I find my toes get really cold hmm. find ways to cover them up or buy shoes with Gore-Tex toes to stop the wind from getting in there. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. I've never noticed. I think my feet run hot somehow. Like oh. feet, feet are fine. It's the hands that kill me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then you do come home, like, I constantly have, like, peeling, is disgusting, but peeling oh. earlobes in the winters, because, like, they're not covered up when I go skiing or running. Yeah. So they have frost nip, like, all the time, pretty much, during the winter, <laughs> and that's cool. Like, we live in the Arctic, I guess, subarctic, but, uh, yeah. yeah, just things you would not expect when you pick up a sport that you'd be willing to suffer through at some point, you know? Uh, for me, picking up running was, like, extremely painful and forced by my mom and sister. So it's weird to be at this point now where I will gladly go out for a run in minus 25. How, how did you get started into it or forced into it? Um, I did a little bit in high school. Like, I was a swimmer as a kid. So I was able to, like, just run a little bit of cross country, not very mm -hmm. well. But I did do a little bit as a kid. I hated every second of it, despised it. But my mom was always a runner, not in terms of, like, competition, but she would go out like regularly um and so i think it was sometimes during undergrad like on summer vacations i go back to nova scotia i'm from nova scotia and my sister and my mom would be like all right we're going for a run we got to go for a run before we have beer and chips like this is it <laughs> this is our exercise for the day like you're coming with us and i'd be like absolutely not like you guys are crazy i'm staying here we're from nova scotia um i'm from well charlotte originally grew up mostly in halifax okay. and i remember this happening like specifically on picto or wait caribou island we like rented a cottage there one summer and every day mom would be like you're coming with us like you don't have a choice and she, she'd like <laughs> keep going like this is not uh i don't know you're not giving up and she forced me to do some runs and eventually it just started to feel good you know i think there's a real barrier you kind of have to push past when you start running um and then at some point it just becomes this like complete addiction and i don't know if you guys have been through this process as well but I can't even remember the pain at this point. I know it was super painful at the beginning. Like I couldn't run past 10 minutes without wanting to, to shoot myself, you know? Um, and now uh, a 10 minute run is fine, but it's, you're just getting warmed up kind of. So, yeah. 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 You get to a point where the first 5k is a warm up. And, and yeah, I, I think part of that is like learning how to pace yourself. Like anyone starting out, you, you don't really know your baseline where what's comfortable. Yeah. And then the other part is like getting, comfortable with being uncomfortable it's yeah it's like learning how to suffer i yeah. think in a new sport like i try to do it with the rowing machine now and i find that every second of being on the rowing machine is just like pain you know but it's objectively not harder than running it's just a different kind of pain and i've learned i think to put up with the pain in running yeah. versus like other sports you got to push past that point again yeah. still or get some kind of like a base level that you can push past i don't know i don't know but I kind of sometimes I think that you get to a point where you forget you're running and you can think about other things and your legs are doing their thing and yeah. you're not really paying attention to it. It's just a thing you're doing. Yeah. And that's when you found your pace. And yeah. and then once you get to there, you got all the other enjoyable things about it. If you're not just list them. <laughs> yeah. What are they? <laughs> well, <laughs> Remind me. <laughs> getting out there and like 
finding a new route and like seeing yeah. the scenery and like the, two weeks ago I went running. I, I had no idea there's trails in behind Range Lake. Yeah. I didn't know that. No, there's they have like uh, boardwalks and everything back there. Huh. I was so surprised. Rotary boardwalks. Back there. Yep. But anyway, so it was just, it was a brand new route for me. I've been here for seven years and still That's awesome. new places to go. It was enjoyable. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And just being out there with like other people and just getting exercise, having some fun. Yes. Yeah. And it's really good. Obviously it's really good mentally. I don't know if you guys feel as attached to it on that level as I do, but I feel like when I'm running, I'm thinking about everything and I'm thinking about nothing at the same time. And it's yeah. this weird mental space where again you're right like your body is just doing its thing but your brain is also just kind of like sifting through stuff i don't know i feel very mm. tuned in and tuned out when running and uh that is like a huge benefit of it for me um it definitely is like an anxiety you know pill for me like it brings you down a level helps you work through whatever you're thinking through on kind of like a passive yeah. it's like being awake and dreaming at the same time or something it's strange it's a good description of it mm. I, I don't think about work when I run. If I'm having a bad day, it's, it just goes away. And even if I do think about it, it just goes away. Uh, I don't even know what I think about. It's hard. It's hard to say what you think about. Yeah. I know that when we run as a group, we do a lot of talking about running, but we're talking about nothing but everything at the same time. So it's it's interesting. Yeah, it is. And you, it's funny, like running with other people too is this different experience I find from running alone totally it can be really social yeah. like i have a buddy i go out running with regularly here and what a great way to like catch up with someone and also the the miles just go by much more quickly i find now yeah. when i'm running with someone else i never used to run with anyone and yeah. so that's been a fun sort of new chapter in running but yes yeah. uh where are some of your favorite places to go go running I am super loyal to like old airport road loop. I love that it's loop. It's classic. I know. I'm, it's, like, it's nice how it works out to be exactly 10 kilometers. Exactly. You can start from anywhere in town. It's 10 kilometers. Exactly. And then you can add stuff on. I mean, obviously I really like Tin Can Hill, that little like detour through Tin Can Hill, super fun. Mm -hmm. Like Taylor Road, um, Con Road, I think that area or Forest Drive, I guess. Forest Drive, Taylor Road. Yeah. Um, in the summer, like when I was doing longer runs, Dato Boulevard is amazing. I kind of like stranding yourself a little bit. Like I like going far enough that like you don't really have a choice but to finish yeah. the run. You it's know, good. you're not gonna walk home from the airport or like out past the airport when you're on Dato, like what whatever it is, the sand pits. You know, yeah. Like you're out there, you gotta run home, or else you're taking three hours to get home, or you're hitchhiking. And yeah. I kind of feel that way about winter running too. It strands you because you're just gonna be too cold if you stop. So you're kind of forced to just keep going. Like I like putting myself in those situations where you don't have a choice but to finish the run. And yeah, Dato is great. It's quieter than Old Airport Road until you get back to the highway. Um, yeah. So that's a great loop. And I think that puts you at like almost a half marathon if you do that from- Do you do like that, the dog sled trail or do you stay on the side of the road? Oh, I would ask that too. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, I stay on the side of the road. Is the dog sled trail good? Is it worth it is running on? It's an entirely different experience huh. running on that trail. It's, it's like really trail good. Running? We wanted to do a, a fun run on that because huh. I, like I've, I always run on the road thinking that it that oh yeah that's going to be a better one oh man it's so interesting running on that trail huh interesting it has a lot of like ups and downs yes sand so, so that's harder. hard yeah, yeah it's harder but it, it it is an actually more interesting run hmm. you feel like you're in a different place and it's and literally you see the road but yeah it's 
it is different. Okay, I'll give that a go yeah. next summer then. I've never really figured out the con mine area too. I know people I run through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I only went for like a long walk there once and felt like I was never going to make it home again. Oh, so yeah. um, I'd like to figure out that area. Do you run there ever? No. No, my uh, I have a friend who does, and and I hadn't been out there, and she says, "Oh, I'm going to go for a run over here." There's like there's like a track, like a, a little paved road in a big circle out there That's behind really... the trailer. The trailers there. Huh. Uh, there's all kinds of interesting things there. Old equipment, no trespassing signs, which you can ignore, I guess. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Disclaimer, don't ignore trespassing signs. <laughs> yeah, disclaimer, uh, don't drink the water out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The trails are incredible back there. If you find really? somebody who's who's goes out there, it's a really neat place to go. So, yeah, we were talking about the trails at uh, Con Mine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd really like to check those out. Um I don't know, it'd be fun to do, I know there's a crew that did like a big Ingram trail run this past summer. That would be super oh, yeah. fun to do, I think. The, the, we organized these, there was two. Oh, you did that? Yeah. 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 Well, uh, don't point at me. Uh, Ashley did. Yeah, yeah. I mean like your team, Team oh. Ashley Dave <laughs> okay. organized one and then Team Cam Aaron, I guess, organized yeah. another. Yeah. Awesome. So, <laughs> it's I a real fun thing. It's, it's a, so weird. It, it's 23 kilometers. Okay. Oh, is that to Yellowknife River and back? Oh, no. Yeah, uh, it's just one that. way. Oh, uh, okay. Always Madeline. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I want to do that for sure. Yeah. A little bit over that half marathon, a lot of hills. Okay. Uh, and so you, you hit the half marathon just before you see Madeline Lake. Mm. But the rest of the way is so long. Because you, you see the sign in the distance, there's a kilometer and a half to go. It feels like it takes forever. But, oh, man. Because there's beer at the end of the line, a fire, some snacks. It's it, it's a really fun experience. That's perfect. I hope you guys do it again. Yeah. I would really like to do that. Yeah. It's totally informal. And it really is just a bunch of people getting together, meeting at the side of the road. Okay. One year we had 18 people do it. Awesome. And you know, and there's a natural split. There's the, these fast people who go in the front trying to, there's no winning. It's just completing. Hmm. And then all the way to walkers. So, hmm. And they just sort of split into groups and Wait, uh, yeah, this past year, there, there was like a bear sighting in the middle of it. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. So, That's uh, my nightmare, but yeah. <laughs> That'll make you run faster, you know? Yeah. That, that doesn't bug you when you're like out in day show? Or I just anything? pretend to, I just pretend okay. they're not there. The only time it's ever scared me is I travel a lot for work. And so I'm trying to find like running loops in like every community kind of. That's right. So you get out to the communities a little bit. Quite a bit. Yeah. Not in the past few months because of COVID, but um you know, I spent like three weeks in a new Vic back in August mm -hmm. doing court up there. And, uh, yeah, the, the, did you find like a nice route there? Or? Oh yeah. Yeah. That running is awesome. Like there's a great kind of like trucker loop that goes around the town. So you can do, it's just like seven K if you do that. And then there's other little trails down by a lake there, which are gorgeous. And then you can also yeah. just start running the Inuvik to Tuck Highway, which is pretty cool, but you won't get that far because there's really mean dogs of oh. like a few kilometers in, oh. which kind of stymied my efforts to like get as far as I could down that highway. But yeah, people say you should be scared of bears and like I am terrified of bears, but I also take no precautions. I'm like, if I die of a bear attack out there, it's my own fault. Like I, I know what I'm getting myself into, but um, yeah, I can't not run when I'm on these trips. So I gotta do it. Yeah. Well, it was, uh, so that was a nice route. What, what are some of your other favorites? Um, well, Fort Simpson, there you can pretty much run like the perimeter of the entire town, which is nice. Okay. It's not that big, but okay. um, that's kind of a nice loop, which I just figured out the last time I was there. 
Um, Norman Wells has some really good running too. Just uh, anywhere you go, you can run. I think that's one of the things that's great about the sport too. Do you, uh, do, do you run into random runners? Sometimes, like one time, well, actually it's kind of funny. One of our judges on the territorial court really likes to go walking every morning. And so I saw this like guy out at 645 in the morning wearing like a bright, uh, you know, oh. construction vest in the <laughs> distance. And I'm like, who is that? Like, what is going on? And then eventually I catch up. So he was way down the road. I scared the crap out of this judge, I think, like pounding up behind him. I did the same thing to a, a buddy of mine the other day running that airport loop. <laughs> I saw him in the distance. Like I never thought I'd catch up because he has legs that are like six meters long, which I do not. Um, but eventually, like on going on an uphill, I caught up to him, and he like honestly almost jumped out of his skin. He was so terrified, and I thought we might run together. And he's like, "Do your thing," and I was like, "Okay." I think I really scared this guy. Like, not a good friendship move, but um, yeah, I think you. I definitely have seen other runners out there um, in all the communities. And it's fun to like look on Strava too to see kind of who is running out there. Like, what do the yeah. loops people do? Yeah, yeah, I, I love seeing that pop up when it's only be like Anubic or whatever. It's just oh, that's different for yeah. sure. And when people travel internationally or like other places in Canada, it's kind of cool to see that like the people doing the Nova Scotia routes. And yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, then that's what is I think one of the best things about the sport. You just need a pair of shoes and like. Maybe anywhere. seven layers of gear in the winter here, but in the summer, <laughs> like a normal amount of clothing and you can go, get out there and do it. Um, there's really no excuse. Like, yeah, I feel like I've never regretted going for a run, you know, despite the mental barriers that it takes to sometimes get out the door, especially in the weather that we have. Yeah. You'll tell yourself, like, you'll give yourself a list of 20 reasons to not run. And then if you can yeah. just get out there, you'll feel better. Even if you give up after 10 minutes, like I've never regretted going for a run or a ski, you know? Um, so I think that's important to remember. <laughs> that's what I have to tell myself to motivate myself is you won't regret this, you know, yeah. um, and you don't. So yeah, there's no excuses. It's super transportable. Just put your pair of shoes in your suitcase and go. And yeah. It's a great sport for that reason. Well put. Welcome Nicola to the bonus round. Uh, we're going to, Cam and I are going to ask you 10 rapid fire questions. And at the end, we'll decide whether you got all the points or not, none of the points. What? There's points? Yeah. You okay. can do with them whatever you want. Yeah. But yeah, you gotta earn them first. Okay. So, you ready? Come at me. Cam, are you ready? Oh uh, no. <laughs> I haven't we don't think about the questions. We're supposed to just ask him on the fly and he asks a lot of questions that we might have asked at the end. <laughs> so <laughs> All right, let's do this. Okay. Uh what is your favorite time of day to run? Ideally in the morning, but realistically after work, let's be clear. Actually at noon, I changed it. Oh my God, I'm failing the rapid fire, but I've just gave three answers. <laughs> I'm finally going to land on noon because you actually get sun. That's your final That's answer. my final answer. Yeah. Uh, what is your dream race to be a part of? Boston. Mm -hmm. But I feel embarrassed even putting that out into the world, but you also never know what you can accomplish unless you yeah. try for something. So maybe, yeah, I, I really want to push myself to try to do that at some point. You can do it. Um, what's, uh, what's the longest you've ever run outside of the ultra? Probably only 28.30 in one go. What snacks are you going to have at the ultra? Your favorite snack? One. Gummy bears are great. Mm. And gummy bears are great. Rice crackers. I was heavily reliant on rice crackers. Not too heavy. Good snack. A little bit of salt. A little bit of salt. Exactly. Uh, what brand 
what, what, what brand shoe do you have? Brooks right now, and they're killing my heels. Um, I need to get new shoes, 100%. I have like these fake blister skins on there. Um, no. Once you spend $200 on a pair of shoes, though, I feel like I have to use them. So they're killing me, but Brooks, it's just one make of this shoe for some reason that's just shredding me. But yeah, Brooks is usually pretty good. I was a Nike loyalist forever, and then I found that they got worse over time. There goes our sponsorship with Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And Nike. And Nike. <laughs> Two for one. <laughs> what other brands do you want me to tank? <laughs> we now have a new sponsorship with Blister Patch. <laughs> <laughs> Come through every time. <laughs> we can make this work. <laughs> it's, it's a Band-Aid solution. <laughs> yeah. If multi-sport was to put on one race in your life, what would that race, what would you want to see? Oh, that's tough. You already do more races than I can be a part of. Uh, I mean, can I pass on that one? I feel like you're doing a great job. Okay. That's an answer. Yeah, we'll take that. Okay. Um, I don't even know how what number we're at. I haven't been. I lost count. I think that was number six. Okay. Uh, what uh, What is your post race or run treat? Cheese. Cheese is my treat on every occasion and uh i'll never give it up i can't quit it it's uh it's an addiction <laughs> but yeah i would say cheese or cheese and gatorade i know that's a weird combo but um not a classic culinary combination but i find it does wonders yeah on strava you're on strava mm -hmm. do kudos inspire you annoy you or are you indifferent kudos is where someone just likes it like yeah. uh no i like that of course, you know, <laughs> I'm vain. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I feel like it's inspiring. It's nice to know that people are supportive and especially in, again, in such a small town, it's nice that people egg other people on all the time with whatever workout they're doing or whatever route they're choosing. It's just nice to know that everyone's supportive. Do you find when your uh, local uh, heroes uh, are looking at that, you feel a little bit judged or a little bit nervous, like they're checking you out, seeing what you're up to? I try not to follow my heroes. I try to stay out of the shadow, in the shadow, I guess, or I don't know, of the local heroes. So I just like to look at the leaderboard to figure out what the best people are doing. And then I do my own thing. And it's more of like a friend group kind of thing yeah. on Strava. Aside from running, what's, uh, what's your best or favorite activity, like outdoor activity? In the winters right now, cross-country skiing. I'll ski. I ski quite a bit. It's a really good crossover sport, obviously, too. And training for the Frostbite 50, so hoping to get there. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Three weeks away. I know, and it's still Probably way too four cold. Weeks, four weeks away. Four weeks away. Yeah, four weeks. It's still too cold, I find, to do, like, the super, super long ones. So I feel like my training is a bit behind. But, um, yeah, cross-country is amazing. I only picked it up last year, but it is of the best sport, I think. That, that's a fun event. Last one. Okay, is it? Okay, yep. good. If you could only ever run on the treadmill, uh, would you still continue to run? Wow, that is an excellent question. <laughs> I would, but we're, we're vastly reducing the mileage. If that's the case, <laughs> we're getting into other sports too. I would, but I wouldn't like it. <laughs> exactly, I would, but okay. I would kind of hate myself for it. But yeah, of course, I'm addicted to running. I'm sure you guys are as well. I, I don't think I can stop. I'll try to preserve my body so that I can run forever. But uh, yeah, if I had to, fine, I would. But I would also look into other careers, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, I really want to ask an 11th question now that you just said something. Okay. A bonus, bonus round. Question. Bonus, bonus question. Uh, how long do you hope to be able to run for, like age-wise? Forever. 
forever. Yeah. And I hundred year old marathoner. Yeah. I want to be one of those people for sure. People who, but the problem with that is you have to actually take steps to preserve your body, you know, and I don't stretch really. That's not great. And I don't cross train. We covered this (laughs) Uh, or like at least do strength stuff. Like today was a complete one-off. So I think I need to start taking more proactive steps in order to get there. Like probably your hips shouldn't be failing at the age of 34, you know, (laughs) Uh, some more stretching is probably called for, but yeah, honestly forever. I, I can't imagine not running or like not being able to, I think that'd be so frustrating. Um, I feel so bad for anyone who gets injured and has to take time out. And I just, yeah, can't imagine my week without it. I know I'm not that good of a runner, but like, it is so important to me. Yeah. That's so neat though, that, that you go from a place where you were reluctant to go out with your mom and now it's that important to you. Totally. It's really inspiring. Totally. And I got her actually to run. She never ran races and I got her to run the half marathon in Toronto a few years ago. And it was great. My sister did it too. So we all kind of leveled up and (laughs) I feel like it's really fun to challenge yourself. Um, Yeah. Not just to go out, but also to achieve certain things. And yeah. Thanks. All right. Well, we can tell the judges. She gets all the points. Oh, wow. Especially with the bonus points. Can I cash those in at the territorial court (laughs) with your wife? (laughs) Yes. Maybe. I don't know. All right. I'll ask Aaron. They probably have about as much worth as Shibu Inu cryptocurrency at this point. Oh, they might go up in value. So maybe when you got nothing, you got nothing to lose. (laughs) We'll take whatever points I could get. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Good luck to the crossbodies and happy training. Thanks for having me guys. Thanks for coming.